motherfuckers. You ain't never heard no shit like this in your life. You think it's a game? You think this is some type of game, bitch? What's going on, y'all? We're back with episode two of Playtime is Over the Podcast. My name is Kirk Valentino. I'm Valange. And um, Cassie. Cassie in the motherfucking building. Special guest. Special guest. And we have Blanche, a.k.a. Tony motherfucking Braxton. Mm-hmm. I saw you the other day, but before that, prior to, I didn't see you in a long time. And I wanted to say, like, first of all, bitch, you bought a, a BMW truck. Like, mm-hmm. is that what we doing now? Is that, is, that, <laughs> is that what's going on? Well, we outside. <laughs> <laughs> we outside. It's no way you buy a BMW truck and not be outside. Yeah. Now, can you tell me a little bit about, you was telling me the other day, like, once you got, as you refer to it, as the W, you you started attracting a different type of nigga. Right. So, (laughs) (laughs) my experience with the W is, like, literally, you can pull up, and when you look up, it'd be like a nigga in front of you, like, how you say, he's like, see you crossing the parking lot, and you're just like... What the fuck? Right, right. But... It's, it's a whole nother level. Um, so do you feel like the type of niggas is different as well? Or yes, just... definitely. Okay. Definitely, um, I would say more established. Mm. Mm. Of course. Yeah. Amen to more okay. established. Like you get more, I, I don't mean to cut you off, no, sorry. Um, but you get more like um, treatment. Like, so when I go anywhere, like people are like, hold up, like stop in traffic, like go ahead. Especially if I go to Lennox or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, you know, getting out, like helping me out the car, like stuff like that. So um, I definitely think I when say. you upgrade mm-hmm. your car status, on these niggas. Yes. <laughs> luxury. Okay, so speaking of on these niggas, you I don't even know how to get into it, but you you were in a relationship. Yes. And you were in a toxic relationship, Cassie. And that's what it was. Still the No, so all right, so it was a toxic relationship. Like where do you even begin? Because you're not in that relationship anymore. Okay, so do you want to call it what it is? You were in a relationship with a narcissist, right? Absolutely. So how is that? Because people, you know, narcissist is like a trendy word now. Do you really feel like you was really in a relationship with a narcissist? Like I do. Absolutely. You've been with a narcissist for? Yes. Six, almost six years. Oh, we got something in common because mine was seven, girl. No way. Okay, so first of all, tell me, like, what are the, what would you say, like, are the traits of the narcissist? Like, what what, what do they be doing? Like, what's so bad about it? Like, and why do you stay for so long? Because you did six years, you did seven. So if, you're no, if you know you're in this type of situation, what makes you stay for so long? Me, personally, I feel like they're really good manipulators. Oh, they're manipulate. They're manipulative as fuck. What was his sign? Virgo. Oh, you know the Virgo men be. Mani- Virgo. Oh my god. Oh my oh, manipulative. Man. What else? Um, I just feel like they just make you feel bad for who you are. Like this is who yes. I am. Like don't make me feel bad about it. Right. You know. So I just don't. I, I'll never go down that path again. So never catch you with another Virgo. Okay, so now, <laughs> do you feel like you know the signs of a narcissist? Like, if you talk to a nigga, like, do you feel like, hold on, like, I could see... I personally think so. Like, if I talk to someone and I see that they're being more, um, just kind of mimicking what I'm saying, mm-hmm. then I know, like, you playing games. Or if I, t- if, if I have a conversation with you and I'm, like, telling you about my day and you zoned out, 
You're not oh. even listening. I'm like, that's I'm not doing that. You're mm-hmm. not gonna zone out on me, but you're telling me about your day and then you want mm-hmm. me to say congratulations or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just yeah. Those are the tail signs. They don't even want to hear about you and how you've been. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know, I I've noticed that when I talk to guys, like if I feel like I'm talking and it's only about you and you never really ask me no questions yeah. about me, mm-hmm. that's a red flag for me because I'm a yeah. Leo. So I like you gotta be on my body. If yeah, you show Leo's definitely like talking about themselves. Yeah. yeah. So you gotta <laughs> you gotta give me some type of other than that, congratulations on your um your BMW. Like oh, thank that you. is fucking thank fire. You. So I'm gonna get more deep into the the narcissistic relationship that you were in. Um, do you feel like the sex from a narcissist is like better than like the average person? Do you feel like they like they dick you down even better because they have a, a, a end goal? For me, I would say I got some good dick. That's probably, <laughs> that's probably why I stayed a long time. No, oh, he didn't dick you down? Wait, how you going to be narcissistic yeah, he, and you not even... He, he did, but I don't think it was worth staying. Oh, okay, you okay. I mean? okay. Like, I didn't think that... Like, literally, I just felt stupid for staying the whole time because I'm just like... you just like, I'm not even getting... It's not even that good. It's not even given. <laughs> so you felt like it was worth staying? Um, For me, yeah, I felt like um, Damn. the dick was like... <laughs> it was so amazing. <laughs> and I was like, so which clouded my judgment, basically. Dick will do that. Yeah, uh, he was he was good with that. You know, he would cause a breakup and then come back with the makeup. And Mm. yeah, damn. I just feel like for me, is the the dick the dick is okay, but the loyalty in me is so deep that like I tend to stay in certain situations where I feel like okay, maybe we could work on this. Mm. You know what I mean? Maybe we could just build off of this maybe he'll listen to me eventually um from what eventually i'm saying like change. how i feel about certain things that you're saying to me mm-hmm. or certain things that you're not doing for me mm. so yeah that is crazy so the dick is uh it's like a tool they're using it as a tool mm-hmm. to keep yeah. you around and keep you for keep you from realizing your potential like i'm gonna give you this dick you're not gonna get this dick nowhere else and i'm gonna put it on you the head was great though the head okay so the head the head and mine was whack (laughs) my head with him was great but yeah the head but the dick was big so Mm. feeling okay so (laughs) I want to get into you and your life you've lived many lives and um, well you're not even from here you're a transplant like us like I'm from New York Harlem New York to be exact and then Mm -hmm. you've Trenton, New Jersey. Trenton, New Jersey, and you're from DC. DC. We got the DMV in the building. So I always say my soulmate is like in the DMV area. So he's either in Baltimore or he's in Philly. One of those. He might be in Philly. I love Philly niggas. I love Philly niggas. Like it's just (laughs) something about him. And I can look at a nigga and tell he's from Philly. I love Philly niggas. But anyway, he's from DC. Yes. So what the hell made you come out here? Like what was like why Atlanta? Um, I oh, felt like just... Atlanta was like, like kind of like DC, but a little slower pace, and of course the cost of living was cheaper. Uh, so okay. I came out here. You came out here. Yeah. Until they shot up. 
<laughs> right. I mean, it was still it's still cheap though. Like it's, when you compare it, because yeah. I know it's cheaper than Jersey for sure. Yeah, it, it still is. Yeah. It still is cheaper than Jersey. Jersey gonna charge you an arm and a leg. Mm-hmm. That's right. For one bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you were an accountant for a little bit, right? Yes. You got your degree in accounting. Yes. Was that out here or was that in DC? That was in DC. Okay. And then you came out here. Came out here, working accounting job, and then. Ah, my manager was so she was such a hater she was and she fired me for no reason like mm. I couldn't understand how they were could do that without mm. like write-ups and stuff like that because mm-hmm. I was always there on time and you know going over and beyond and she was she was just a hater that's the problem with going over and beyond for these companies and they still treat mm-hmm. you like the scum at the bottom of their fucking shoe mm-hmm. that's the problem yeah that's the problem you give them your all and give they just like all. well we ain't asked you to do that anyway right exactly. right yeah, we ain't asked you to do all kinda, that you kind of did but mm-hmm. indirectly you did mm-hmm. I would say mm-hmm. So they fired you. Yeah. And then what, what What goes on next after that? Like, what happened after that? So I get fired. I have a kid. And I'm like, like, I don't know what, like, really what I'm going to do. But it was, it was, like, definitely a blessing because um, I wound up getting a job at Macy's. And I wound up going to hair school. So. Oh, and she's a hairstylist, by the way. Definitely. She was, got a salon. Um, yeah. A blessing. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. Mm. Uh huh. You work. Why? Why you not? You not? Yeah. You, she's like, yeah. Um, I worked at Macy's. Uh huh. You worked at Macy's. Then what else happened? Well, okay. So while at Macy's, um, I encountered this chick who came in there because you know I'm working and I really that part is kind of a blur to me. I really don't know like how I was able to work there and like pay the bills and take care of my daughter. But I had and I was like the only person that moved down here from um DC like in my family but I had a lot of um she had really good teachers and stuff like that that really helped me mm-hmm. and they would be like yeah because you got to work tonight so we're going to take her home we're going to feed her give her a bath and you can just pick her up like I really had a good support system of like the people that I network and met down here but um back to what I was saying um so I met this girl that came up in Macy's and I was just helping her like find some stuff or whatever and she was asking me like you know how much I made there and stuff like that and I was just like what like I'm all talking to her like, oh, okay, I make this, this, this. Like, she wanted a job. And she was like, you have so much more potential. Like, you have a really nice body. And you really shouldn't, you should be using that, like, to your advantage. And Mm -hmm. so she gave me, like, this little card and was like, you know, you need to hit this this dude up or whatever. And she was like, um, she told me she was a a dancer. And she was like, because I think you would be good dancing, you know? Make a great dancer. And I was just like, oh, okay, so... Of course, I was nervous and I don't know. I was like, I can't even see myself like taking my clothes off. But I remember like um, when I was in school, I was just always like, if I was a dancer, I'd be doing this and that. And I'm thinking like, well, here go the opportunity. But I don't know if I can do that. So needless to say, it was probably a couple of weeks. And then I wound up going to this strip club and I met with the guy and I'm coming in there and I see girls on stage and they're naked and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing in here. Like, <laughs> You're like, why am I doing this? Why am I here? I was really, really nervous about that. But anyway, talking with the dude, he's just like, you know, I'm telling, he's like, he was really like pimp. 
Like, mm. you know, you in my club, what you in here for? Like, we ain't got time for no shy, introverted shit. Like, we don't have time for that. I can curse, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but he was like that. Um, and he just basically said, get naked. Mm. And it was like, what? Wow. So you came there. What did you think was going to happen when you got there, though? What did you think you was going uh, there for? I was scared because it was like... It was ghetto. Wait, so mm. when you when you got dressed to go to the club, what did you think he you did you think he was gonna actually get naked? No. So I thought like I think I thought it was gonna be more like an interview, like if you get a, any type of job, oh. like it would be an interview or whatever. Um but it wasn't. He was, it was just he like, was just like he basically said like that I was cute and he was like if he told me if I had any felonies, like when I go down there, like he gonna loan me the money to go down there and get my license. If I have any felonies and I get locked up, that's on me. But if I don't and I get, once I get my license, like every night I work, he just told me the rules. Like you would have to pay the club back $25 towards what, cause it was like three fifty to get your license or whatever. And he was like, you pay $25 every night you work until you pay that off. And I would have to pay the house mom $25 um, a night to dance and I could tip out the DJ. He was just like, you know, telling me that kind of showed me around but the getting naked part back to that part <laughs> he was like get naked and I'm just looking at him and he's like if you can't get naked in front of me I know you're not gonna be able to get naked in front of like the dudes out there and he was like and I'm 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 being nice about it like mm-hmm. so I got naked and this <laughs> he was like turn around so he I had to turn around I had to bend over like it was crazy but he was like I'm prepping you for what they're gonna say on the floor right. so I had to bend over and he was just like yeah oh yeah so like, I- <laughs> like this is nice and I was just all like I wasn't prepared cause I I, I just you know we have to be prepared I yeah. was just not prepared for all that so so he told you to bend down he told you to shake your ass no, I didn't know. He knew. I was like, I don't even know how to shake my ass. He said, don't worry. You will learn. Like, oh. but you're sexy. You was pap ready? I wasn't pap ready. Oh, so I was so man. embarrassed. Like, he, was, he definitely said, but he did say like, you know, I was like, oh, because I was like, oh, I haven't, you know, I haven't, I, I'm not ready. And he yeah. was just like, well, it doesn't matter because you got some guys that like certain things and some guys who like different oh, things. So he right. was like, it doesn't matter that you're not ready because you got little, some guys who like that. Yeah. Strip. yeah, a little mm. bit. So... <laughs> Um, I did that and I remember just leaving like when he gave me that money he was like go down there he gave me this paper he's like you need to go down to like Fulton County the jail like type area and um, get your license and I just remember when I left there with the money I was just like I was hesitant I was kind of like well maybe I should just you know go get that money back because I was like I don't think I could do this because <laughs> he was like you could sit and watch and see what's going on and I and I was on the I came in on the day shift so the day shift holes were a little bit different mm-hmm. they were the like shift, than the, the night shift so yeah. he was like well you gotta decide you can make your own schedule and you need to decide if you're gonna do day shift or you're gonna do night shift mm-hmm. and looking at the day shift girls you was like no, I was man. like they just look like they just tricking off like mm-hmm. that's what they were looking like and I was looking at the day shift crowd and I was like pretty much it was like a lot of truckers and stuff in there and I, yeah. I didn't feel like they ain't spending no money well, I feel like they was in there tricking off. Like, oh, it was okay. more of a sex thing because they were going to VIP. And he explained, like, all that to me. He was saying, basically, um, we couldn't have sex in the club and all this, which I hadn't planned on doing that anyway. But he, he was just... you can't? You can't. Oh, okay. You would get fined if you yeah. get caught and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, I mean, 
I got the basic of the rules, but I remember going down to jail and being like, oh shit, I hope I don't have no warrants and they can pull like from DC or anything. Cause I was thinking like, I hope I paid all my tickets. I was thinking all that, but um, needless to say, they took my picture and gave me my license. Okay. So you, they took the, um, you didn't, I, there was a part where you was like, you told me, cause you told me the story. Yeah. Yeah. I know the story already, but she's just telling y'all this version of it, but you didn't, they take a picture of your ID. Yeah. So they wanted to get a picture of your ID because in my mind, I'm like, when you was telling me that, I'm like, so what are they going to do? They're going to come find you and fuck you up if you run out of money? Oh, okay. Yeah, that part. All right. So yeah, because they're giving me their money. The club is giving me their money. Yeah, of course. They took a picture of your ID, asked me, was it current? You know, Mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah, but they asked you that first. Like when you come in here, before you even know. Mm -hmm. So you're like, yeah, it's like everything on your ID because I'm going to need your ID. I'm like, oh, okay. Yes, current. That's the right address. Yeah. Because you ain't going to run off with my money. You're not. They but you. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened, and then what was your? So you, when did you actually like your first night? Like, tell me, take me through that experience. Oh. Like your first night. Do you remember? Yes, first night. Oh my god, I was so nervous. I came in on the night shift, and now this is a totally different crew. Like this is pretty much the era where the girls like they had them booty shots. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking like, here I am, this little small girl. I'm like, everybody got all this. And they just, like, massive. Like, these women are big. Like, I didn't have any outfits. I'm like, okay, I'm going to work this bikini. And they're like, they have all these dance outfits. And I'm looking like, okay. So anyway, I come in there, and the house mother is definitely Do you a, watch a P. Man. Valley? No. You got Are you kidding me? I never watched people. You got to get into P-Valley. I, like I want to I, I wanna get... Because I want to get your take on it. Like, Clifford? Yeah, because when you say house mother... Was he like a Uncle Clifford type? Um, you know Uncle Clifford from P-Valley? Mm-mm. Oh, no. She don't watch it. So, I don't watch when it. When you said um, house mother, I pictured um, Uncle Clifford. But you should get into it, though. Um, but... So the house mother... Mm-hmm. She was a trans, but she was, like, um, feminine. Like, she had... She was, like, 6'6 on flats. Wow. Right. So she that's was... Given, that's giving Uncle Clifford. Yeah, and she had, like... But she had the boo. She was... She was, She told me her story. It's like, she used to dance in Vegas. She was a dance girl or whatever. But she had the big boobs. And, I mean... But you knew she was a man, but nobody approached it. Like, mm. I said anything. But anyway, I come in there, and she up there, like, what's your name? And I'm like, name? I'm all like... Cassie and she's like no what's your dance name bitch Mm -hmm. that's how she's talking to me I'm like okay uh I don't know uh I was just like brown sugar and she was just like okay I don't know brown sugar like she just had a smart mouth but (laughs) she was like okay you gotta she was telling me you gotta take your lock you know you can use any locker you gotta do all the stuff so I'm all like putting my bikini on thinking like I got it together and then Everybody's looking at me like, yeah, she's definitely a new booty. Her outfit is a mess. Fresh and I, meat. Yes. And I remember going out there and I remember being like terrified and looking at all the girls in there and they was like twerking. And I'm like, I don't know how to twerk. I don't know how to do all that. So I come out there and I'm like, my first, the first guy that called me over there was like at the bar. And so I was like, fresh he, meat. Yeah, he was like, come here. And I'm like, I went over there and I'm just like scared. And he was just, I mean, he was like, you drinking anything? And I was, my biggest thing was, 
I didn't want to drink. I wanted to do it sober. If I could do it sober, I could do it. And it was I was about like, your money. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I didn't want to get too drunk because I knew I had to drive like a good ways to go home or whatever. But I remember him saying, dance with me. And I was like, I don't know how to dance. And he said, it didn't matter. But he made me feel so comfortable, even though I didn't know how to dance. Mm-hmm. So I was more like swaying like the little white girls. Can we say white? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Say what you want to say. But I was all swaying like them or whatever. And I just, I remember looking around and seeing the other girls like kind of laughing and looking like, look at her. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. Wow. And then I remember he, um, the DJ was like brown sugar to the stage. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I heard him like call me, but I didn't know like, and then he was like, we're going to have brown sugar. And it was some other girl he called. And I guess she was kind of new. So they didn't tell you you was going They didn't stage? tell me none of that. So I, oh, I didn't, I never went on stage and I remember um, him saying I'm finding you because you, when I call you to the stage you're supposed to go to the stage and I'm just like oh, you say my name but I didn't know so it was like $25 fine so mm-hmm. needless to say that night I made like I think I made like 175 and I was there almost 8 hours because wow. I didn't know how to dance and I remember like the um, the security kept coming over the time not not to hold on to the chair because I was holding on to the chair trying to twerk my butt and they was playing all this music and I was like this is not the music I want to dance to. I want to dance to like some R&B. They're like, no, we're getting some Little John. We're getting like all of this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so anyway, that was my first night. You have any questions? Um, so how was it like getting naked in front of all those people? Or actually, oh, since you didn't get on the stage, how was it getting naked for customers? Um, it was weird. I was, I was kind of embarrassed. Like, of my, I was embarrassed of my body and it wasn't, I had a really nice body. Like mm-hmm. I really shouldn't have been, you know, embarrassed, but I was just like, oh, this dude is actually going to be able to like touch me. And so I'm, I'm all like taking my bottoms off and my top off. Cause he was like, well, if he said after he's like, I'm going to tip you. So it was like $5 dance. So he gave me $5 and they said the rule was by, if you get $10, then you got to be naked. Right. Mm-hmm. So I danced a couple songs. He said, when are you going to get naked? I said, well, you never gave me, you just gave me $5 and I've danced like four songs. So I'm not going to take my clothes off until I get this money. Right. It's like, no, if I'm keeping you over here dancing, you get naked. Like, what so the fuck? We, I didn't the know. The I money. was thinking that you get your money up front. Like every dance, they give you $5. They give you $5, but that's not what it was. So mm. I danced with him for like maybe a good 30 minutes. And that's about, mm. you know. The songs were short and good. 10, 10, let's say like twelve songs, mm-hmm. and then he gave me money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, he was just telling me twelve songs is a long time. Are they playing the whole? No, song? not the whole song. Oh, okay. It'd be like kind of half. And okay. um, he's he's basically telling me um, like I need to own it. Basically, that's what that's what his advice was. He was an older gentleman, so he was like, "You need to own it. You need to find what's going to work for you." Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was seeing girls go to the stage, and I remember this one girl. I don't really call no names. She would go to stage. She was like the feature, like the club's girlfriend, mm-hmm. owner's girlfriend or whatever. And she got on stage and all the trap boys came in there. And I never knew what trap boys. <laughs> and they would be like trap boys. I'm like trap boys and like whatever. But anyway, they was throwing like tons of money like on stage for her. And I remember I was looking at her and I was like, she's not even doing anything. Like she got all this money on stage and they say you have to get naked by the, you know, if you get $10, you're close to top. $5 for the top, $5 for the bottom. And I'm like, she got all this money on stage and she's not naked. Mm-hmm. I remember just looking at that and being like, well, what makes her special? And she's not twerking. She ain't bending over. She's not doing any of those tricks. She's just standing there acting like, like she was everything. And yeah. she wasn't. She was just 
average to me. But they were just throwing like tons and tons of money. And I remember them keeping up her, her up there for like 45 minutes. And I was like, thinking, like everybody else that got on stage as time went on, I realized we only got three songs. But every time she got on stage and she worked Friday and Saturday night, mm-hmm. oh, she up there for 45 minutes. She didn't she didn't got like two, three thousand dollars or what or more so she maybe. She was the Mercedes. Yeah. Mm, she was the Mercedes. That was um But she was she you said she was a Mercedes, but that's a P Yeah, but girl. she was like she looked like a Corolla. Like she wasn't even <laughs> oh, damn. she wasn't even all that to mm-hmm. like I felt like I was like sexier than her because she wasn't doing anything and I'm like, they're just throwing money up there because maybe the owner is letting them trap through there or whatever. So so you feel like do you feel like she owned it? I feel like she didn't own it. I feel like she got up there. Well, I would say I feel like she got up there and was like, "Cause I'm fucking him. I already know I'm gonna get this money." Mm-hmm. But I felt like at the end of, at the end of the day, like he was definitely pimping her. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he's getting half of that. Like she ain't taking all that home. Mm-hmm. And how long do you think it took you to warm up to get um, I would say about three weeks. By three weeks, I had it because okay. I was like, I was a t- well. So since I was in, you know. I would. I didn't even say this part, but actually, once I started working for the club, I actually quit Macy's. I stopped working at Macy's because, like, by the second week, when I made like six hundred dollars and I was there for four days, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> Macy's is out the door!" Like, yeah. I, and I thought I was doing something right. Yeah. So um, by week three, I was using less of the chair, and I was finding my niche in there. Mm-hmm. You know. Do you feel comfortable with saying your name? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, no. So, three weeks, by by three three weeks I came in, I'm still brown sugar. And I remember the house mother, she was like, I don't like brown sugar for you. Yeah. When I came in, I was like, why? She said, we got an OG brown sugar that's coming back. And so, she was like, I don't really like that for you. You're going to have to change your name, she said, because we're not going to have brown sugar one and brown sugar two. So, I was like, okay. And she was like, but I've been watching the way you move. And since you moving and you so like, uh, we're going to call you secret. Because everything's a motherfucking secret. You scared to take your clothes? I don't want them to see. And I was like, no, don't say it. She was like, you're going to be secret, bitch, basically. And I was like, (laughs) okay. And she's like, so let the DJ know that you're going by secret because Brown Sugar will be back and she is going to be mad Mm because she was like a feature of the club if you have her name. Mm -hmm. So I told the DJ I was secret and then I would say that's when secret was born. That's when secret, secret was, was born, born, bitch. It gets deep over these names. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, like, if somebody came in and wanted to use a name that was already in the club, they told you straight up no. Mm-hmm. And them bitches, if they did say, we got a secret on day shift and we got a secret on night shift and secret on day shift tried to stay over on night shift, secret on night shift was like, bitch, you need to go the fuck home. Oh, and shit. do you not call on her secret on night shift with me because I don't want them fuck them motherfuckers, you know, getting scared. I mean, not getting scared, but um. Confused, confused about which yeah. secret or whatever. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love no. That, that was good, though. You know why? Because I feel like I never even thought that there was a full story behind that name. I just thought you just came up with it. So you're doing that. And how long would you say you were there before you was like, like, what, at what point? I feel like I don't want to skip stuff because I want to get to when you left because I love that part of the story. Right. But I feel like so much happened in between. It was a lot. Like... I would say three months in, three to four months in, I met this director. And when I met this director, that person was well known and was doing a ton of videos in Atlanta. Mm. And they were like, 
so obsessed with me. Mm-hmm. I remember getting off stage and I remember um, they came over to me and was like, um, like, can I walk you to your car? I'm like, what? Like I, you were just tipping me. Like I'm just, I'm obsessed. I got, so, like, I gotta have. Speaking you. of obsessed, were they like weirdos that would come in and try to like do too much? Like was there it ever was. where they had to escort somebody yeah. out? Like were you ever followed by anybody? No, anything? you know Never that followed. scene on the Players Club where Myron came up to um, what's her name door to Diamond's door. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so weirdos like that, right? That's if they follow you, right? So weirdos that were like Myron on Players Club were on a day shift. That's why I didn't feel comfortable because they were weird. And I knew they were like having sex on the day shift with those day shift girls. That's why I was like, yeah, I can't work day shift because that's not me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the director was obsessed with you. Obsessed. They followed you to your car. He walked me to my car. How long were you there for? Um, that particular club about four years. Oh, okay. So yeah. four years, and then you danced. How how long would you say you danced for? Four years. Oh, four years. Oh, you only. I did was. One I, got, I became obsessed with the money. Yeah. Like I became real obsessed. Um, I feel like that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like people just get over the fact that okay, I'm naked. I'm dancing for niggas. It don't matter. I'm trying to get to this bag. Mm-hmm. And this bag is really fast. Cause there's nowhere. Where else are you gonna really get that kind? Of, unless you got a degree or unless you sell right. drugs. Like, well, my first week of making like two sacks, you knew, like, I was like, this bitch right here is a <laughs> motherfucker. I was like, I'm doing this sober because everybody was like popping pills and you know, drinking so the whole four years. The whole four sober? years, I did it sober, I didn't drink because wow. I had wow. to be accountable for my money because right. I was like, I have a daughter, I gotta make sure she's good. And, um, with me, like, literally, um, falling in love with that director. He had me in videos. I was doing hair on set. I was still in hair school. He had me just, when the um, celebrities came in the club, they knew to ask for secret. Like, they're dancing me, bitch. Oh, wow. And it don't matter if the owner's girlfriend's over there. I'm over there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was, she used to be so bothered, like, ew. I don't, the fact that the director just knew these stars and would be like when you go up in there and ask the secret they was asking yeah I feel like the best thing you could do for me as the, my person of interest is put me in a position to make exactly. some fucking money exactly. like come on now I want to shift gears a little bit okay. I got a couple of topics what do you and we'll get we'll get back into you best sex you ever had from what sign go um Aries ooh another Aries go Wait, wait. It's, it's like... It's... You better not say a Virgo. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I would say a Libra and a Leo. Ooh, a Libra's nice. How you gonna have two? You know, Aquarius. Not three. <laughs> a Libra <laughs> is nice now. Okay, so out of out of the three, who's who's number one? Maybe a Libra. Okay, because you said him first. Was it a was it a he or she? It's only he. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You see how that chicken came in there? Like it's only he. Okay. Sleeping with married men. Now here's my take on sleeping with married men. That's all. <laughs> but I'm it's alive be- and, and somebody said, Oh, you ain't had an Aries yet, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> I had Aries. <laughs> 
Aries. Shout out to Aries. So, yes. All right. So sleeping with married men. Here's my take on sleeping with married men. Because what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's just jump right into it. Okay. So sleeping with married men. I... I'm, I'm a big, huge component in karma. And um, I don't fuck with... Because when I was younger, I would have entertained it. But now that I'm, like, grown, grown, like, I'm 29, um, I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with the idea. I feel like if you... Now, is it if it's just sex? Nah, I still don't fuck with it. I still don't fuck with it. I feel like I can't fully give myself to somebody that is really really belongs to somebody else essentially like mm-hmm. you're not really mine like I want my own shit I wouldn't feel right doing that either like I feel like I want I mean paying bills maybe can we can talk about but mm-hmm. if you're not <laughs> you know you pay a couple car notes you know but if you're not really doing that I don't really see the point in that what, what's what's your take because you're giving me looks over there what? I'm giving you looks because yeah me I'm a little different um if they're married I didn't take the oath like I know like I didn't take the oath but they did and if they trying to talk to me and then they come in with like they're like you know this is what I want to do and all this stuff and they come in right like I'm not like any other chick that might sit up here and might be like no like who are you I'm saying I'm saying straight up like this yes I yes. have a comment that says married man, man married ain't nothing but a label. That's yeah. Not. Because I think sometimes a label actually enhances like people. Mm-hmm. They want you more when you got a ring on. I do find it sexy when they do want you more when you have a ring. I on. like a man That's with a ring. Though, like if I were to get married, you are mine, nigga. You yes. are mine. Yeah. There's no. There's nobody else. There's nobody else. <laughs> um, I want to speak about. We're talking about relationships and all of that other shit. Um, I'm about to be 30. I know I keep saying that every episode. I am on the prowl mm-hmm. to end up in some type of relationship. I'm manifesting it 2023. Me with a, a significant other companion cuffed up, you know, real soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but have y'all ever approached men? All the time. I think For I real? Do, I think I do it the most, but... Y'all approach men? Yeah, I'm getting what I want. If I want something, I'm going to get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sitting back waiting. Oh, shit. I'm going up there. He, on the most he can say is no, and it is what it is, because I can still... It's oh not nothing. Okay, so boom. Because I, I really thought that was a thing that a lot of women didn't do. Most times, I approach people is when I'm late. Liquid courage. Do you feel like that? Oh, you be sober. No, but I'm you sober. I'm going to do everything sober, you know, because Aries I'm going to make sure I can do it. And I'm like... And I mean, if I have some drink, yeah, cool, mm-hmm. but I'm doing it sober, though. Okay, so, because I'm working on this, y'all. Like, I'm a man, mm-hmm. clearly, and I'm working on approaching these niggas because I am tired of missing my opportunity. Like, I'm about mm-hmm. to be 29. Throughout my 20s, I thought somebody was going to come up to me. But remember, we was in Linux the other day. These niggas was looking at my it face. It was looking. Girl, I let me say- tell you, he... I would say it's harder for a guy to approach another guy, though. Yes. It was, okay, so this is the thing. If they look <clears throat> once and they keep it moving, okay, maybe not. But if they look, I mean, literally, when the dude walked by, he was like, he looked, I looked at him and he looked at me like, no, bitch, I'm not looking at you, I'm looking at him. <laughs> and he was like, he was all like looking. And Kurt had on this amazing cologne. Oh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure he smelled it because it was so fucking amazing. But, um, he was just looking at him and Kurt was just kind of like, la la, like, I just, <laughs> I didn't you know. know. But you, yeah. but look at them. Like, here's my thing. If you, if a dude is looking at you and you look at him, 
you should be able to, I feel like you should be able to tell if he doesn't turn away, like, even if you look at him yeah, and he's a straight part. dude, right? And he, he's going to turn, the straight dude going to be like, what this, you know, he's going to probably turn away. But a dude that's not straight, it's going to look, and they definitely were checking. And even when we went out into the mall later on and they were, we was, they were coming we're towards past, us, they was looking then and you still Cause, all right, because at that the, point, well, what do you do? Like, okay, I see you looking at, like, I'm going to just walk over, like, all right. I mean, so. but that's when you got to, like, you should have some type of smile, something. But you also have to think about it, like, we're in Atlanta. Yeah. We're in Atlanta. That fear of rejection, like, I'm going to woke up to you, and then what am I going to say? But you're never going to see them again. So I always look at it like, you're never going to see them again, and it doesn't matter if they say no. Like, people say no all day. You're going to get a yes. But, I mean, if you look at someone, I feel like if you, you got to look to see, because if they're looking at you and they're like, oh, well, he might be straight then. You know what I'm saying? Because you never look. So it doesn't matter if you look and it's a straight dude and he look like... But I totally understand where you're coming from because as a man and as a man from New York, they don't play that shit. They are not going to play with you. This is what <laughs> like, I'm saying. It's like you got to be very careful. It's and then that jumped in the street in New York for being approached. Absolutely. <laughs> like, but no. he, I mean, he doesn't really have to approach, but if they look, you need to look. I feel like... I feel like you can't Because I, wa- I wasn't looking. walking. I was she, like, he was just walking and not really paying attention to nothing. Like, yeah. And she was paying attention to everything. And I'm looking because I'm like, I'm looking at my surroundings. Look around. I'm looking to see. And I'm like, oh, he was just staring at you and you're just like walking like nothing. He ain't checking me. He's just looking at you. So I feel like you have to like, you have to look. Who's in Linux of all places? You know they're going to be a whole bunch in there. So I'm cha- looking I'm, is okay. This is the, the New Year's resolution for 23. I'm changing my approach with these niggas because we're getting getting cuffed up companionship all of the things you want to call it because I keep missing out on my opportunity like how mm-hmm. even I was at your spot the other day and homeboy was looking good why didn't I say anything like I don't know but he didn't give me like that vibe but yeah. I should have could have still kind of said something like I gotta come up with something but that's the goal for this next year is for me to change my approach even like did you even say hey no I feel like you have to start with a hey <laughs> and then if you work your way if into you, it if you get that you know if he's like hey yeah like then you know but it's right. like hey yeah like, was it somebody she, back. was it somebody you worked with yes so do you know if he's biased what do you think I don't think he is. I don't think he is. <laughs> you think he's straight I think he, I think he's straight I think, oh, I think he's but straight but you just really never you really never know you shout know. out to Mo Mask Off Exotics oh, okay shout out to Mo <laughs> um, I do want to talk about Krishan and um, Blueface's relationship mm, yeah briefly we don't gotta like go into a whole thing can we keep brief brief as well already so I want to talk about them only because at first I liked the toxicness <laughs> did you I did I thought it was cute yeah, no. in the beginning like in the beginning like when she first lost the tooth and alright that part was fucked up cause losing a tooth over a nigga is, well losing a tooth in general is crazy it's but then like crazy. over yeah. a nigga and then she won't put it back so that part is just like that part really is crazy but she then she, she screwed it off and screwed it back on she put yeah. it back on and then she took it out and she won't put it back in like now she now it's like a denture now it's like the little little thing pop in pop out well so <laughs> I thought the, I thought their relationship was cute only because I think sometimes the toxic young la la land love is cute in the beginning but I only think it's cute for like a moment I don't think it's something that's supposed to be like it's supposed to be lingering like you're not supposed mm-hmm. to be in the, that mm-hmm. type of situation for a long period of time especially on the internet and I'm not on nobody's high horse I don't think I'm better than anybody but from the outside looking that also leads me to the Zeus network mm-hmm. and what's going on with that mm-hmm. and then um 
Jesus, it's a mess. Are you, have you been watching like the baddies and um? Uh, I was watching Baddie South. Did you like it? Like, did you I, feel like it's entertaining? It's entertaining. That's the thing. It's fucking entertaining because I don't watch it, but I watch the clips. I've mm-hmm. seen like the clips, and I'm like, damn, I gotta get Zeus. I just feel like me personally. I feel like we thought love and hip hop was bad. Like, at, but at some point we should grow up. <sighs> right. We need to grow out of that. Right. I understand that, like, you know, Natalie Nunn, she's the HBIC, she's, you know, she's, I guess, (laughs) she runs LA, (laughs) but I just feel like at some point, when you get to a certain age, you gotta grow the fuck up. You gotta, you gotta lead by example, and maybe, you know, like, maybe, maybe start a, a trend for another generation, but... Get the crown to pass the baton. Please. <laughs> you know, like, I think also, too, like, she, because I heard that she's been trying to do this baddies for years. Like, yeah. they said she's been trying to do this for about 10 years now. Yes. So she's finally able to do it and she's living it up. Yeah. But my thing is, like, somebody's going to die. Like, yeah. the, this is, it's just no limit. It's like, at least with Love & Hip Hop, they would have, they like, all right, people was fighting, we're going to implement security. Right. I don't know if they got security on there, but... They had security. Yeah. I'm at a point in my life, I'm 28, and I just feel like at some point, you get too pretty to fight. I'm too pretty to be fighting. That's it. You know what I mean? But I will take it there if I have to. If you have to. If I have to absolutely fight, oh, we will be fighting. And if somebody gave you a check to fight, that's what they... Wait, <laughs> For me, I'm not fighting. Because that's what check. they. I'm sorry. That's what they wait, do it on. Wait, you know, like you know, like when they do like the little slap boxing thing. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. No, I'm talking about how they're fighting on the show because they're getting paid. Yeah, it's but I'm, I'm not doing that yeah, because yeah, you would, no. I'm not. <laughs> so I'm you not. would go. You would like go on Baddie South. I mean, like okay. So if they if it's in my contract that I have to fight, then that's gonna be a problem. Like that's that's weird. And it's probably yeah. in the contract. That's, that's weird. It probably is. Yeah. Because if it's not, because it's all stage anyway. Like yeah, it's all yeah clearly. So, yeah. It's in the contract. I'm not. You're not. I'm not getting. No. We're not I just feel like I am too much of like, like I'm sure like if I was to get on a set like that, I would meet the producers and all these other people, and I would see that they're like probably not as intelligent as I am. Mm-hmm. So it's like now I gotta listen to you niggas have me embarrass myself yeah, so you something. can get a check and you can yeah. get what you need and then you're behind the cameras then I look crazy publicly for the rest of my life I'm a meme I'm getting my ass beat oh, no and it's like they it don't seem like they got the forward thinking but then it's like I can't be mad at them because what, I don't know what the check look like what if they getting a big ass check and they're able to feed their fucking families yeah. like I can't judge so where's like the, the, the bad bitches hopping off private jets and, and running corporations gonna, and where's that at yeah. can I have a balance Zeus like Zeus give me, no give me me baddie south and then give me you know black women or or black men for it to be black owned i just feel like it's not a good come on it's it's, I feel like if it was a balance, I wouldn't be mad at it. Yeah. Because we all come from different backgrounds. I'm sure we've all might have had a fight before, or whatever the case may be, or been in situations. We all come from different backgrounds, so sometimes we got to take it there. But I feel like that's one spectrum of our community. There's people that have never been in situations like that that come from money that do real mm-hmm. big boy shit. Mm-hmm. Why are we never documenting that? Mm-hmm. Like it's just whack to me. I feel like they did that on Bad Girls Club. On they Bad did. Girls Club, I feel like you heard more people's stories and backgrounds more. Do they even talk about the backgrounds of the people on Baddies? I don't think so. Crazy. Anything like that. Like, that is crazy. I, I don't... know Jayla has a clothing line, though. 
or a swimsuit line or something like that. That's the only thing I really know. Okay, I don't know who Jayla is, the but Baldi. all the girls. She was. You know, you kind of remind me of Jayla. Yeah, somebody said that. You, you do kind of like. Especially <laughs> <laughs> when I was a baldy. Yeah. She was a baldy too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know how you know how I felt about you with that baldy. They got they have to show a certain. I feel like the network when you get a network like that and it's black owned. I feel like the people higher up tell you what you have to put out in order for it to be successful. Like in order yeah. for you to make money, this is what you're gonna have to show on your network. Mm-hmm. You don't get a chance to be like, well, I want to talk about this. I'm like, you're educating black people. No, we need you to show this. Now this is what it. the network is gonna have. So this is what's gonna create. Yeah, that's well, true. that's well, not even that. Is this what we're paying you to do? Because right, you're making, right. we're paying you to have this network because you want a network but this is what you can only talk about or do on this network and that's all we want if you try to do anything educational we were shutting it down we are taking it away don't you dare educate yes. the black community and that's 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 just a thing you probably wouldn't even get the views if yeah. they're talking exactly. about smart yeah. shit people it's love good. drama yeah, I'm, yeah I'm not gonna lie I love it but too I don't the fighting I, I, I lo- really see I love where... a good fight video I'm not gonna lie I don't uh, somebody do getting they ass whooped no. why that that makes me so upset why maybe that's you don't like a fight you video crazy? somebody getting their ass whooped a fight video like my adrenaline yes me too it's like the dopamine is leaking <laughs> no, it's like, so like, good it's like why isn't someone calling 911 okay like, so look let me tell like you that? let me tell you this fight video I saw on Twitter we got a couple more minutes this is the fight video I saw on Twitter a, a girl knocks on this other girl door with her boyfriend to fight her she's like I want to fight whatever whatever the case may be the girl opens the door she's not trying to fight but she's like I want to fight I'm here with my man I want to fight she walks in the girl's house. The you would not be doing that to me. I she would not be opening the door. She not walked in the girl's house. <laughs> it's going to be something with yeah. you on the side. Baby. But the door, <laughs> the boyfriend stands still on the outside. She, the girl who is in the house, she closes the door with the girl inside the house. You're locks the door. House. Oh, beats the li- She beat that. the fuck Why would she out. even let her in? Like, first no, of all, if you, if she you was the one, on my door. She was the one, the girl who knocked on the door was the one who ended up getting her ass beat. Yeah, but if you knocked on my door and you said you wanted to fight me, I'm just, but yeah. she she, And then she got the nerve to be screaming while she get her ass beat. You can't do stuff like that. You wasn't screaming when you knocked on my door. You can't do stuff like that nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Nowadays, you do stuff like that, you're not walking back out of the yeah. house. You're not. And then, Georgia, if I shoot you in my house, guess what? I had it. every right. <laughs> right. Because. Yeah. And then, so, she beat her ass. Sure and the girl is, like, pulling, trying to get out. Now you want to get out the house? Bitch, you came to my house. So, she's whipping her ass. And then, um, the dog is barking and then all of that. But I say that to say videos like that, I can app- I love that. Mm-hmm. Get your ass. You deserve your ass beat. Yeah. Why are you coming to my house to try to fight? You deserve everything. And you come in the house? You're not even respectful enough to be, like, step outside. You trying to fight in my house. So, fuck my furniture and where I gotta live at. Exactly. And it, you know what I mean? So she deserves her ass beat. No, That's one of the videos where no you could come to my house all day. Let me tell you what I'm doing. I pay the rent. I pay the mortgage here. I am not opening the door. You can knock outside. You can stand there with your nigga all day talking yeah. about you came to fight. I'm I'm gonna call the police and say you motherfucking trespassing. Yeah. Get this bitch and her nigga <laughs> off my property. I'm not messing up my face. I'm not messing up my house. You're not coming in my house. We're not even doing that. Period. Yeah. So you can stand out there all day talking about, I came to fight you. Okay, bitch. And I'm calling the police yeah. and they're gonna escort you off my property period I'm just you not know, doing that I, you spoke like a true grown woman before. somebody came to your house when I was my ex-boyfriend's ex-girlfriend was stalking me she came to my house one time and she said she's outside she pulled up in this black truck so I called the police no no like, that's right you're not you're not coming to my like, and you cute girl you, <laughs> you 
pushed it to a whole other level by yeah. coming to my house. I, I would never come to somebody's house. Yeah. Right. Exactly. No, there's no way. I'm not coming to your house. There's no way. Yeah. Like, that's just me. That's just me protecting myself. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Because like, that's, that's really, that's, that's common sense. That's stupid. That's what I'm saying. It's the fight just... compilations on World Star Hip Hop. Yo, oh, wow. Um, you took it back with World Star. Yeah. Rest in peace. Do back. people either still get on World Star? Mm-hmm. I know they, uh, I think they usually use it for like music videos now. People try to get things. So I feel like I didn't really get into you the way I wanted to. So you definitely got to come back. Like, okay, like definitely. I felt like I had so much more questions, but it's OK. We just ended up veering off. But I'm so happy you fucking came. Um, is there anything you want to promote? Anything you want to tell them, follow you? Like anything you want to say? Uh, well, you know, social media for me is um, private. You, oh, OK. I, private. I private. OK. I don't oh, you know, do all that. But um I would love to come back and I would love for us to talk about the narc relationship because I feel like we can really help someone. Right, right, right. I definitely want to like help somebody whether it's male or female that's in that relationship because there are some female narcs narcs, and I know them and oh they're a little different from the guys so right okay yeah we could definitely get into that again I feel like we didn't get into it like I wanted to but it's okay it's oh you're gonna come back so it's it is what it is what's a what's a small piece of advice that you give to somebody right now um, do everything sober now. <laughs> no. As far um, as like what? As like small, relationship as far, or? Like I would say one part in the narcissistic relationship and the other part um, coming up in the club. Okay. So in the relationship wise, um, I definitely would say get out. Like don't let them silence and manipulate you to thinking that it's going to be different because it'll never change. Mm-hmm. It'll just get worse. Mm-hmm. And you should never let someone control you like that. Even if the tickets. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't, it's not. It's about your sanity. When you leave that relationship, building back up your mental is a mm-hmm. lot. You know what oh. I'm saying? So it's not even worth it. And mm-hmm. I gave seven years and to wake up. And I saw the writing, but I just thought it would change. And it never did. So definitely would tell someone. If you see the writing and you see where they're silencing you and controlling you with silent treatments or like... Just pretty much like, um, I would say like downing you. Like yeah. you look good, but they're telling you you look a mess. You look fat. Get out. It's not worth it. It's he or she is not worth it. There is someone else that will love you, right, and give you what you deserve. Wow, I love that. And the signs are there. Yeah, the signs are there. The signs are holes. Um, no. And you, do you have anything about the club that you want to say? If to you're them? in the club, like I would say now, it's a little different. But I would say the girls in the club now, they just need to be mindful of their money. Make your money and go. Mm-hmm. Like, don't try to have a relationship with these dudes in the club. Mm-hmm. Don't try to sit out afterwards and talk to them. Like, it's not safe. I would say just get your money and go. Yeah. Secret. Be more private. Yeah. Okay, secret. Well, I thank you for joining us. Yeah. Um, y'all can follow me. It was um, a pleasure. It was definitely thank a pleasure. You. Y'all can follow me at K I R Q U E V A L E N T I N motherfucking O. Kirk Damn. Valentino on Instagram. <laughs> um, and what am I on Twitter? Oh, uh, the KV show underscore. Um, do you have anything? Um, my Instagram, lafleur.xo, L-A-F-E-U-R dot X-O. Um, I don't really want y'all following me on Twitter. <laughs> what the fuck happened to your Twitter? I was looking right. for you. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, y'all. See you next week, bitches.